Revelation chapter 3, verses 8 through 10 is where we want to drop anchor on this morning. Revelation chapter 3, verses 8 through 10. Amen. It's also on the screen. Jordan. Thank you, man. From the English Standard Version. I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. I know that you have but little power, and yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Behold, I make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie. Behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet, and they will learn that I have loved you. Because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on earth. But key in on verse 8. I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. While you're standing, look at somebody and say, neighbor, oh neighbor, with your prayers, your participation, and God's power, our pastor is going to talk about the open door church. You may be seated. The open door church. I know that's right, wife. The open door church. Can you imagine if you had the opportunity to have a good meal because you're hungry, starving, your stomach's growling. Can you imagine somebody taking you out to eat because you said you're hungry, your stomach's growling, you're starving, and you're weak. But then somebody takes you out to eat. They take you out to a restaurant. And there's all type of options to eat. Now you said you're hungry, your stomach's growling, and you're weak. But then the problem shows up. That when somebody is willing to give you what you asked for, you don't take it because you don't like what's on the menu. How often has the church missed God because the church didn't like what was on the menu? How often have we missed our blessings because it wasn't the way we wanted it, but it was the way God instructed it? But too often we miss our blessings because we don't like what's on the menu. But we forget one thing about this. God doesn't have to give us anything. 
Whatever God gives you, you ought to be thankful for. Because if we want to be honest and really be truthful, none of us in here deserve any blessings. Can I get a witness? If you talk back to me, we're going to get done with this what? Early and quick, ain't we not? Y'all answering me. Now, y'all get it. None of us in here deserve blessings. But because God loves you, he blesses you anyhow. But Broadway, don't miss your blessing. Because it wasn't the way you asked and wanted it. Because see, watch this. When you ask God to have his way, you submitted to God right then and there. That any way you bless me, Lord, I'm going to be happy and satisfied. Come on, is there anybody here that can say, no matter how God blesses me, I just want him to bless me. No matter how it comes, I just want him to bless me. No matter what he has to do to bless me, God, as long as you bless me, I wave my hand. As long as you bless me, I say thank you, Jesus. As long as you bless me, it don't matter how you do it, but as long as you do it, I'll be all right. Is there anybody that came to church today that can say, I'm blessed? I like that. I like that response. Anybody in here that say, I'm thankful for what God has done for me? Is there anybody here that came to praise the Lord? I know you look good, but you ought to get a little sweaty when you start thinking about God. You ought to get a little tired when you start thinking about God. God doesn't have to bless you the way God blesses you, but because God blesses you the way he blesses you, it ought to make you say, Lord, I just came to say thank you. It ought to make you say, Lord, I know I'm unworthy, but I'm so glad you are worthy. It ought to make you say, if nobody else blesses me, I'm so glad that the Lord blesses me, that the Lord wokes me up, that the Lord opens doors, and guess what, Broadway? Even at the church, if don't nobody else love Broadway, Broadway ought to love some Broadway. If nobody else has anything positive to say about Broadway, Broadway ought to be able to talk positive about your church. Listen, if you can't talk positive about your church, then everybody else ain't gonna talk positive about your church. But if God's been good to Broadway, Broadway ought to always have something to say. I get a witness here. I'm trying to get on. I feel I feel like having church. I'm trying to get on through here. But if nobody else talks good about Broadway, Broadway ought to say something. If God's been good to Broadway, Broadway ought to say something. Can't you see? We all in here looking good. Broadway ought to say something. We got parking lots repaid. Broadway ought to say something. We got a church repainted, Broadway ought to say something. We got screens, Broadway ought to say something. We got a new podium, Broadway ought to say something. Matter of fact, we still able to keep the lights on from your time, Broadway ought to say something. Do you not know in some churches right now that are closed in some churches right now that make it on three people, but all y'all came in here today looking good and smelling good and you got a good spirit, Broadway ought to say something. Because when you think about the church, Broadway ought to say something. But now there's this open door church. Because this word Philadelphia in the Greek, it comes from Philadelphia. It was named after Philadelphia. And Philadelphia means brotherly. Y'all help me preach this today. 
it means brotherly love. It was established in 159 to, through 138 B.C. by King Attalus. And, and Philadelphia was known for a strong, being a strong city. It had success. But something about Philadelphia, Philadelphia had to go through some earthquakes. And Philadelphia was only 25 miles southeast of Sardis. And Sardis had to go through an earthquake. Sardis was destroyed and then Philadelphia was destroyed in AD 17. But in spite of that, God keeps this church going. But then you see in verse 7 that Jesus Christ is talking about the keys of David. And when you go to Isaiah 22, verse 22, it's Old Testament prophecy because you can't have New Testament without Old Testament. And you got to have Old Testament with New Testament because they all go together because they all point back to one person. It points back to Jesus so that when we have Isaiah 22 and 22 because you do know Jesus was a descendant of David. Can I get a witness in here? And now we see that God is letting us know that this church in Philadelphia, you got the key, just make sure you don't break the key. You got the key, just make sure you walk through the door. You got the key but now it's on you. What you gonna do with what I gave you? So now Jordan they got this open door. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. But Broadway, and I promise you, I'm going to get out of here. All right. <laughs> they got an open door, but they had to go through some problems in order to get to the door. Because the text shows us and lets us know in verse 9, they face persecution. But God still gives them an open door. Why? Because the text says they have kept the word of God. And verse 10 lets us know there's this great tribulation because this trial of tribulation is about afflictions, persecutions. Because one thing that's going to be pivotal is you got to make sure that you know Jesus for yourself. Because if you don't know Jesus for yourself, you're not going to make it into heaven. You got to know who the Lord is for yourself. And let me just come here and say now, that ain't my manuscript, but I'm just saying now, Jesus loves you. Y'all should have got more happy than that. Jesus loves you. If don't nobody else love you, Jesus loves you. If nobody else shows you kindness, Jesus will show you kindness. If nobody else wants to be your friend, Jesus is a friend that's sticking closer than a brother. Is there anybody here that came here that can say, I know Jesus and I know what he means to me. I know how he set me free. I know how he keeps me. I know how he walks with me. I know that he always shows up. But this open door, now this open door in the text, the Greek translators and Greek scholars let us know this open door was a way to heaven. But also the church now has an open door because they've been through a test. Can I get a witness? But now they got an open door. But Broadway, a church will never be strong until they can admit how weak it is. It's in verse 9 of the text. Jesus lets us know about their weaknesses. It's right here in verse 9. But also in verse 10, he lets us know they had patient endurance. But in verse 8, he let us know they had a little power. Because a church that thinks it can do it without Jesus is a church you don't want to be a part of. Can I get a witness in there? There's a whole lot of churches operating on ego and they are not operating on Jesus. It's a difference between operating on ego and operating on Jesus because you gotta be careful how you talk about things and you got to be careful how your attitude changes. 
blesses you because you do know God don't have to bless you the way he blesses you. Sometimes what happens to the church is that we let some minor success make us have a big-headed personality. Do you not know the same way God bless this church? He going to bless another church, bless this church, bless this church. But the same God that can open a door is the same God that can shut a door if the church don't follow him. Have I got a witness here? Am I in this text today? But Jesus said this church kept the word. But when the door shows up, you got to walk through. But a church and people can never complain about missed opportunities if you didn't take the opportunity. I knew you'd get quiet right there. Y'all was doing great till right there. Well, I'm trying again. If you don't take the opportunity that God gives you, then you can't be mad when you don't get it again. Can I get a witness here? If you don't treat what God gives you right, you can't be mad when you walk out the door. If you don't do what God says, then you can't be mad when God doesn't give it to you anymore. Do you not know that all of us in here are products of God's grace? And guess what? We're all products of answered prayer. Nobody in here made it off of off themselves. You made it because somebody prayed for you. You making it because you've been praying for you. And we're making it by the blood of Jesus Christ. But it's an open door church. But if it's going to be an open door church, this church in Philadelphia went through a lot. To get to this open door. I told you the city got destroyed. I told you that they had some they had some trials and tribulations. But now God says it's an open door. And Broadway, when you know what you've been through, don't apologize for your blessings. I thought y'all get a little more happy than that. Is anybody here that came here today say, I've been through a whole lot? I'm gonna try this again. I've been through a whole lot. Matter of fact, I've been through some stuff you don't know. I've been through some stuff I don't talk about, but I've been through a whole lot. So if I come here, if I come here happy, you don't know my story. If I come here with a shout, you don't know my story. If I come here and shout all over your pew, you better just find another pew. If I come in here and praise God the way I want to praise God, you can't stop what God has done for me because I know the hell I've been through. I know the heartache I've been through. I know the trial. Because it cost me something. I'm going to try this one more again. It cost me something. See, it's easy to praise God when you ain't been through nothing. But see, praising God becomes real when you've been through something. But when you made it out. And anybody here that can say, I made it out. I've been through it, but I made it out. Come on, there's some testimonies in here. Some of y'all done lost a husband, but you made it out. Somebody lost a father, but you made it out. Somebody lost a mama, but you made it out. Broadway, you've been through the fire yourself because the attendance was low. 
You might as well get ready for it. But the thing about it is, when you got the right foundation, you can make it through. Did you not see in the text? Jesus said the church at Philadelphia, you didn't have much power, but you had patient endurance because you did what? You kept my word. I'm going to try this one more time. The church at Philadelphia didn't have much power, but when they kept the word, they were able to stand. See, when you keep God's word, God's word will keep you when everything goes crazy around you. God's word will keep you when life gets uncomfortable. God's word will keep you when you got people talking about you. God's word will keep you when people trying to get you fired. God's word will keep you when you got family problems. God's word will keep you when the church is going through. When the world is acting crazy, if anybody say, I'm kept by the word of God. Can't you see what's happening in the world? Israel getting bombed. Over 100 people in Israel already died. Israel getting bombed. Now we got elections coming up. Whatever you do, don't sit home on election day. Too many people died for us to have the right to vote. If you want to know why you should vote, look up March 7th, 1965. A group of people in Selma, Alabama tried to cross the Edmund Puttis Bridge, but they were met by Commissioner at the time, Jim Clark, and they were met by all these police officers that brutally beat them with billet clubs and brutally beat them and stepped on them. John Lewis suffered a fractured skull, but he still went to vote. If you want to know why you should vote, look at the bloodshed. There were four little girls in Birmingham, Alabama in 1963 at the 16th Street Baptist Church. They just was having church on annual youth day, and then a bomb was exploded, filled with dynamite that took them out. If you want to know why to vote. Just look at them. If you want to know why to vote, there was a preacher from Atlanta, Georgia named Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. His house was bombed three times. He was sad. He got all kind of death threats. But he went to the Lincoln Memorial on August 28, 1963 and said, I have a dream. And then he said, one of these days we'll say free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. If God has made you free, you ought to get out there and make your voice be heard. And that's what the church Just because your friends 
don't want straight A's. Don't mean you can't. You can be the salutatory. You can be the valedictory. And as some music here, you can be whatever God is placing you. You can be a CEO. You can be a president. You can have your own business. But you got to stop listening, everybody. Listen, if some people in your circle don't want to do that, I hate to be like this, but I just got to say it the way I got to say it. You get those losers out your life, and you bring some winners to your life. Stop running in the loser circle, but learn how to run in the winning circle. Because as long as you got Jesus, you can do all things through him. There's an open door. But do we want the door? It's there. But what you going to do with it? What will the church do with the open door? Because once again, have we fell more in love with the building than ministry? Ministry ain't just restricted to a sanctuary. Ministry's down the street. Ministries in your neighborhood. Ministry, you can make ministry on Facebook. We talk about everything else. Why can't we talk about Jesus? I knew it'd get a little etchy right there. But I'm going to try this one more again. We talk about everything else except Jesus. We want to talk about where we going on vacation. Who going with who? We want to talk about people can't handle me. You're right. They don't want to because you're crazy. We all will just tell it like it is. And don't be mad. You once told people you were crazy, so they just go off what you said. If you don't want to be left alone, sometimes you ought to not, not put everything out there. We put that out there. We put what kind of food we like out there. We put what kind of car we driving out there. Well, the minute somebody get blessed with a new car, you're going to see a picture. You're going to see all of this. Now, we do all of that, but we can't talk about Jesus. And it's a travesty we can't talk about Jesus when Jesus is the one that gave you what you just posted about. Y'all got quiet right there. Let me say, if it wasn't for Jesus, you wouldn't have that car, you wouldn't have them clothes, you wouldn't have that bed, you wouldn't have that bathroom, you wouldn't have some eyes to see, you wouldn't have some hands to feel, you wouldn't have some feet to walk, you wouldn't have any thighs, you wouldn't have any knees. If it wasn't for Jesus, you wouldn't have a you wouldn't have food to buy clothes. You wouldn't have money to go get some prescriptions. You wouldn't have money to go put some oil in your car. Everything we got is because of Jesus. But whatever you do, don't let your blessings make you forget your Savior. one day. 
And Jordan, I promise you, I'm trying to get out of here, man. But she was at school one day. And for the, every day, at lunchtime, she would pray. And then her classmates would always laugh at her. Because every time before, when it was lunchtime, when everybody else would eat, she would pray. And the classmates kept laughing at her and talking about her. So then one day, one of them asked, so one day they were in class, and a teacher asked a question. She said, is there anything anybody has to say? One student got up, he was mean, he was the bully of the class. And he said, I want to know why you always pray before you eat. Because everybody else don't, but you always got to pray. Classmates laugh. Girl just sat there. Teacher said, stop laughing at her. The little girl said, that's all right. So then, after everybody got done laughing, the little girl said, teacher, can I answer that question? Little girl said, well, the reason why I pray every day when I get some food is because I remember when we didn't have nothing in the pantry. I remember when my daddy had to work three jobs just to let us have some eggs and toast for breakfast. I remember when my mother got fired and laid off work and we had to go get some food stamps. But I remember when a food stamp card got declined and we couldn't take that basket of groceries that we had. But now, because daddy always told us no matter how hard it was to keep on praying, now daddy got a six-figure job. Now mama is working at the hospital. So the reason why I keep praying is because I remember where I was and I remember where I am. And there ought to be a word for somebody. You ought to remember where you were. And now that you got what you got, don't you ever forget where you were. Don't you ever get your hard times. Don't you ever forget how the Lord made a way somehow. Jordan, I remember where I was. But now, is there anybody like me and say, but now, I know where I am. Can I get a witness here? Because Elijah, every now and again, sometimes you just got to pause and say, Lord, I just want to say thank you. They would say, I just want to say thank you for all you've done for me. Blessings and glory and honor, they all belong to me, belong to you. Thank you, Lord, for blessing me. When somebody got happy and they said, it could have been me. Outdoors, no food, no clothes, all alone without a friend. But just a tragic, but just another number with a tragic end. But this is why I love it. But you wouldn't see fit to let none of these things be. But every day by your power, I wish y'all get happy like me. Every day by your power, you keep on blessing me. And all I want to say is thank you, Lord. Is anybody here that's just like this church in Philadelphia? That yeah, I haven't all, I haven't always looked. Looked a certain way. I haven't always had everything going for me, but I just want to say thank you, Lord, that you've still been good to me. <laughs> where my thank you folk at? I said, where my thank you folk at? They can say, I know the Lord been good to me. Jordan, let's get out of here. I know the Lord has made a way for me. I had a little bit more, but that's all right. We're getting out here because Holy Spirit's at work. Now, I had known the Lord been mighty good to me because I'm just like
Baptist Church at Philadelphia. I got an open door now. And guess what? You won't see me bypassing what God has done for me. There ought to be a witness in here that can say, I'm not going to keep on being average. I'm not going to keep on letting life pass me by. And Broadway, whatever you do, you just remember how we made it in the past. Can I get a witness? There ought to be somebody here that can testify. When you look at what Broadway got now, we ought to remember what happened in the past. Read the history. Folk put up homes. They put up the mortgage. They put up money just to save the church. But look at us now. The Lord has heard our prayer. And guess what, y'all? This ain't the end of the story. Because when you stay with the Lord, He got more in store. Is there That the Lord has been good. You lost a pastor in COVID. You went two years without a pastor. How can you not see that God's been good? And then you called a little boy from Oklahoma City and said, Reverend, we need you to come up here. How can you not see that the Lord been good to you? Say, I know he's real. 
Keep on walking. 
Trust me.